Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. In this, in this episode, we're going to speak about faithfulness, what it means to remain faithful in our faith, what it means to stay steadfast when everything else is moving around. Um, and I was reading Hebrews 12, um, and I'm sure we, we know it. It's Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2. Um, we know where it says we're no longer surrounded by s- such a great cloud of witnesses. So we, sh- we need to lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely, but we should run with endurance. Mm. You know, look into Jesus, who is mm. the author and finisher of our faith. Mm. Um, and we're, and we're going to speak about what, what that looks like. <laughs> what does it mean? Why, why have we been instructed to do so? So before we go into the topic for today, I am joined with two beautiful ladies, sisters, um, and they're going to introduce themselves. My name is Ife. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hey, everybody, I'm Susanna. Hey guys! Um, <laughs> it's something that I just always say whenever whenever someone introduces themselves, I have to respond with "Hey," even though they're not asking me to, and that's fine. Okay, so <laughs> let's just begin. You know, guys, what comes to mind when you think of the word "faithful"? Think of diligence. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think of diligence and resilience. Those are the two words that come to mind when I think of faithfulness. I'm just gonna. Oh, she said. <laughs> it's very true. Um, to be sort of like to keep coming back and to sustain yourself on something. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, to me, it where faithful means um, putting aside feelings. You know, not waiting until you feel before you do. Mm. Um, but yeah, showing up. That's what faithful faithfulness looks yeah. like to me. Showing up regardless of how you feel, your expectations, but showing up. If you have said, and you made a promise to God, like, God, I am going to be at this place every Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at this place or do this thing every day with you. Seek your face. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up. You know, there are times, God, I don't really want to be right here, but I'm here. So I pray that, you know... You would pr- you would prune me or wean me away from feelings and cause my heart to be steadfast in you, mm. um, because yeah, just just doing things even when you don't feel like it, is definitely a way to grow and it, that's what faithfulness means to me. Mm. Um, I, but I just wrote here that you know with man, sometimes it's look it looks like um, as you said, Lisa, you hinted to anyway. That you know they're going on a journey, but they get tired, so they might stop for a minute and go back, and then start again, and stop and start again. Um, but it, you said that it's going back to a source, right? Yeah. To cons- constantly um, continue the journey. Yeah. Um, and with God, we see God's faithfulness in His constant presence um, and constant, um, you know, word towards us. In Lamentations three, you know, the Lord's loving kindness indeed indeed never ceases for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness great is your faithfulness mm-hmm. you know so so as the new day dawns we see god's faithfulness by how he loves us and yeah. how he continually extends mercy towards us um yeah by the grace of god and you know first not first hebrews 12 verse 1 um you know the, the the great cloud of witnesses that they were speaking about um, were actually witnesses in Hebrews eleven. So in Hebrews eleven, 
the writer of Hebrews, which isn't really clear, was speaking about the, the, the cloud of witnesses of our faith. So he spoke about Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, um, Joseph, Jacob, Moses, Rahab, you know, all these witnesses um, that, that continue this journey in faith. We should learn from them. You know, since we're surrounded by all this evidence um, of faith, let us learn from them so that we may also, as verse 2 says, look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. And when I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that's what that 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 kind of phrase was talking about. You know, um, I don't know about you, but I've kind of read it as though the cloud was Jesus. Mm. And, you know, he's our cloud. And because we're surrounded by him, <laughs> you know, we should continue to, per- to persevere and to con- um, continue to look towards him, um, which in itself is not it's not false, but it's not what the writer wanted to hint at. Because when you read verse 11, it literally goes through the act of faith of every single person that I've just listed. You know, in Abel, it's the sacrifices he did by faith. Enoch is how he walked habitually. And because he's listed, then that means we can learn something from them and yeah. how they live their life by faith. Mm. So if just that's homework, I guess, to, to everyone that is listening. You know, go through those clouds of witnesses. Um, how did they live their lives? How were they led by faith? If it's Rahab who chose to believe and to obey God, how how can how how is their example able to um, instruct how you live your life by yeah. faith? Um, in the word of God. Amen. 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 So th- 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 those examples are there to be learned from. You know, they're, they're there to be to encourage us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that we don't make the same mistake. I remember, you know, just letting myself know that mistakes are not made to emulate, but to learn from them. You know, so when you see someone falling, it's not necessarily to, to laugh at them and say, ha ha. It's to learn from them and say, OK, you did it that way. How could I do mine differently? You know? Um, yeah, so just just learning from the great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us, mm-hmm. um, because we're not the first person to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not the first person to to trust in God. You're not the first person to wait on God. Yeah. And when you read back on those pe- those people's lives and see, wow, God is God still shows up. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were reading about Joseph, yeah. thirteen years, mm. and we had the privilege to watch his whole life. And see God still showed up in two chapters. I know, right? Um, um, It was it wasn't a lot of chapters, but yeah, like to see that God still shows up. So those those witnesses remind us of who God is, Mm -hmm. and how He deals with people, and consequently how He may be dealing with us in that moment, and what He might be wanting to teach us. So, how do we then persevere and lay aside every weight, just as they did? You know, I remember Princess, who isn't here, but Princess is the we leader. Love you, Princess. We love you. Princess is the leader at the seed, and I remember her just asking, you know, how can people wait that long? Like, how can you wait that long for? Who's that princess's accent? <laughs> You're rude. <really too. laughs> she doesn't sound like this, guys. She doesn't sound like this. She speaks well by um. the grace of God. Um, yeah, so she's kind of like, how can you wait that long for a promise of God? Like, mm. like, how do you know you're not going to waver and just grow weary and just kind of not believe and just walk away from the faith? Mm. How can we and how did they yeah. persevere and lay aside every weight? It's being faithful to a faithful God, isn't mm. it? It's, it's standing and w- waiting mm. um, because you're not trusting in a God that isn't going to show up, but mm. you have seen him move before. Therefore, you know that he's going to do it again. Um, and I think that's that's what keeps me going anyway when I'm in that state of when is this going to happen, God? Or 
what when's my next move god mm-hmm. or even just every day because we know who god is yeah i think just um being honest with god i would say is is something you can do about how you're feeling in the moment um in in the waiting period i think it's it's being honest with him about how difficult it is mm-hmm. but being again being true to yourself in how much you are giving to the tools that he's giving you to help you to wait well mm-hmm. and i've said a lot that sounds a bit wordy but for example if you know he's giving you um people use those people you know in in that waiting um season in that waiting period for whatever it is you're waiting for be it to just encourage you or be it to just for you to engage in relationship with them you know and at, at that time so be honest with him and be honest with yourself use the tools because one thing that is amazing about god is he always gives you tools mm-hmm. he, doesn't, he doesn't ever ask you to do anything without giving you the resources that you need to do that thing it's up to us to pick up the resources and i think a lot of the time we just don't do that we, ju- we just don't mm. mm-hmm. amen and um, i was just going to say verse two you know Look into Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Look into Jesus. I think ah, um, oh, it's it's so important, so important. Um, things look bigger than they are when you magnify them, you know. And when you spend so long thinking about an issue that is actually really small, mm. um, and and the way that we do that is to look at a God that is bigger. Mm. Look at a God that is greater. Mm. So look into Jesus um, as an example, who endured the cross, yeah. you know, if he endured the cross, despising the shame for the joy that was set before him, then so can we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look into him as an example of how we should live our lives. Yeah. Look, in, look into him as an example of, it's not going to be easy, but mm-hmm. hey, I can endure for the sake of the joy that is coming before me. I can say no to that food for the sake of discipline, you Amen. know, um, by the grace of Shout God. <laughs> you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, in the wilderness, you know, he never took the glory. And we can learn, you know, God was, Jesus didn't just come to save us by the grace of God, hallelujah. But he also came to be an example for us mm. on how to live our life and how to pray and mm. how to, you know, to do public ministry and private ministry with, with his disciples how to seek god in the early hours of the morning how to you know the bible says that he would often retrieve from the crowd these are the things that we can learn from mm. from jesus he's an example for us in how to live in a bodily form but with eternal minds mm. yeah um and he looking onto jesus as our present help you know, he is the founder and perfecter of our faith. He is the source. Mm. Um, and in him is full maturity. Mm. And I think it's just knowing that, you know, God doesn't have commitment issues. <laughs> doesn't. God doesn't have commitment issues. You know, what he said to you, um, he will fulfill those things. It's not a case of he said and then he's going to forget and walk mm. away from you. Mm. And as I, I said, and as I said um, at a podcast just a bit um, earlier than this one, if you want to scroll back, <laughs> um, you know, that oftentimes we place our experiences of man, we put them on God and we say, this is who God is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that guy left, that guy rejected you or your dad left. You know, you're mm-hmm. thinking that God isn't going to show up either. Mm-hmm. But he is true to his word. If you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. And that's his word. Mm-hmm. It's not anything that I fabricated out of the sky. Mm-hmm. It's eternal word. Um, and it's living, so he will definitely fulfill those things. So God does not have commitment issues. He is faithful. He is faithful even to a faithless generation, mm-hmm. which is so bizarre to me because I'm just kind of like, how can you continue to extend mercy to a people that turn their back away from you? Um, but 
him being God and me not being God, is <laughs> um, able to reconcile hearts to himself through um, just one act of obedience to him. You know, and it, it, it was seen in, in, in the passage of scripture, I probably need to memorize. Um, but, you know, he says, if, if I can just find one person that will humble themselves and seek me, I can turn nations back to myself. And that just shows God's heart for people to be saved, mm-hmm. right? Um, by the grace of God. And another way that we can kind of just prevent um, and keep our hearts from growing weary, as we said, was to look unto Jesus and to gaze upon him. You know, things look smaller when you gaze upon them that's bigger. I say that again because that was really, really fast. <laughs> things look smaller when you gaze um, on the bigger picture. So I, I try and do this for myself, even when I'm not waiting on God for something. I don't want to wait until then, you know. Mm-hmm. Even in the quote-unquote abundance where you think like everything is going well, I still want to see you as my priority. Mm-hmm. Um, so just reading scripture, gazing upon God in Psalm um, 111, Psalm 18, Isaiah 40, where, where it speaks about God's sufficiency, you know, in Job 38 to 42, where God responds to Job, all the questions that he could have. And he questions him about his um, ability or even inability to create and sustain the world. <laughs> you know, just reading things like that causes our eyes to, to be fixed mm. on Jesus. Who is the author? Who is the finisher? Who is the source that everything that we need mm-hmm. Um in Jesus' name. So yeah, to stare, to look fixedly, to to look steadily um, and intently in ad- in, ad- in adoration um, on God, and and that really just declouds. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Alexa, is that a word? We'll take it this time. <laughs> no, we can make some new words. Yeah, Alexa, is that a word? I'm joking. Holy Spirit. Um, in admiration, whatever it may be, um, we 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 definitely need to as a generation um, shift. Mm-hmm. shift shift because what what we see will determine how we act how we respond how we live how we position ourselves mm-hmm. what do you think can you rephrase the question <laughs> no, i'm just saying that like, what do you think about what has just been said i think it's very 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 true i think it's really easy for us to fixate on something that hasn't changed mm. um that's so good and we, the, a lot of times we can't fix um, a lot of things and there are limitations to human power mm. and limitations to what we can do for ourselves. Mm. Um, and in those times, it seems illogical to be like, my problem's over here, but I have to keep my eyes over here. But then how is that problem going to change yeah. if I'm looking and giving attention to th- this thing over here? Mm. But that's what God causes us to do. He calls us to to look at him and to trust him um, to be the one that covers us and to sort that thing out Mm -hmm. and and to rectify a situation. Um, And I would say that that is so much easier said than done. In reality, everyday life and everything um, that we go through, we have the choice of um, look into circumstance or look into the thing in front of us or Mm -hmm. look into the the trial or even sometimes the joy that's set before us and not... Um, and not look at God because mm-hmm. he's ultimately so much greater yeah. than the good or the bad yeah. that we are going through. Amen. Um, and just to add as well, <coughs> I'm just trying, I'm trying to list different ways that we can prevent ourselves from growing weary because it's mm-hmm. a real struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we think it's all 
good and lollipops you think is so <laughs> roses when we don't have to wait on God for something or we don't have to pray which is so well, bizarre easy yeah or we just yeah. feel like oh it's easy my job is going well my mm. family is eating well mm. I don't really need to I don't really need God quote unquote mm-hmm. um, but we need God for more than what he can give to us you yeah. know we need God for just sustenance um, that our minds will be stayed on him mm-hmm. so what, what we can also do is in verse 5 <laughs> it's in scripture you know have you forgotten the exaltation that addresses you as sons remember your sonship mm. remember remembering who you are you know and and that will cause you to yield to discipline because as a son as the bible says am i re- is god really your father if he doesn't discipline you mm-hmm. of course no mm. because a father disciplines those he loves mm-hmm. and because we are called sons we were, we are going to expect a level of discipline and chastisement from our heavenly father because his ultimate goal as every father and um yeah, it's, it's for you to grow, for you to become like him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, but also remembering your sonship and acting it out. I, I remember um, coming to the realisation that righteousness isn't something that I have with God. It isn't just right standing, but it's also right living. Um, it's not just my position with Christ, but it's also my hab- my habitual position that I should be ha- I should have. I should live right. Mm-hmm. As, as I stand right next to God <laughs> in heavenly places I should also be living right in my actions um, acting on my sonship acting on my gaze mm. <laughs> gazement no what do we think gazement no um, acting, what you're trying yeah. to say. <laughs> acting on what I can see yeah. um, let, let, let us respond to what we read um, with our actions and it's something that we have to remind ourselves you know how can i read about your goodness and not live it oh yeah. lord how can it be so mm-hmm. um so just praying that you know we would live out and have right living um as, as we read the word of god amen 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 um yeah respond to the truth or respond to the truth um it's very easy to to see as lisa said to see what is not changing um, circumstance wise mm-hmm. um, and to see the truth of God and say how is that going to align but it's holding on to the truth anyway because we know that it's never going to change mm-hmm. um, yeah um, remembering that Christ is our hope he's our hin- inheritance um, and, and because of that I have a sure foundation mm-hmm. um, the Bible says you know Jesus is Jesus is our hope and he's our anchor um, I'm sure that I'm sure it's is it Colossians our hope and our anchor by the grace of God yeah. that we have in Jesus Christ. And because of that, I think of a, a ship. Whenever they put an anchor down, is so that they can be in a fixed position. Um, that even when it might be a bit turbulent, yeah. um, if the anchor is down, they know that they're going to be... Yeah, they'll be rooted. They'll be rooted, yeah. at least. And I believe that if, if God wants us to move, we can still move with him as being our anchor. But if he wants us to be in a fixed position, then let it be so. And that position could be discipline. That, can, that position could be prayer. That could, position could just be yielding mm-hmm. to whatever God wants you to do that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the grace of God. I'm just going to pray um, for us right now. And then we'll close. Um, yeah, Father, I thank you. I pray, Lord, that we... we not only hear your word, but you will cause it to become alive in us, O oh Lord, um, that we would walk um, diligently, we would walk faithfully to every good, everything that you have placed in our hands to do, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray, Father God, that we will not grow weary in doing good. I pray, Father, that we'll continue to look unto you, who is the author and finisher of our faith. We just thank you that it is to you 
who presents us blameless. It is mm. you who causes us to live rightly and to live um, self-controlled lives in this present age. It is by your grace and your grace alone. So we just give all glory to you and all power. and We just trust that you would um, empower us to do all things that please you. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Amen. So thank you for listening, guys. It's It was a short one, but I pray that, you know, you are also um, encouraged to remain faithful um, and know that is it that it is in Christ alone that your hope is found. Um, and here in the love of Christ, you will stand in Jesus' name. Amen. See you Amen. later. Bye-bye. This has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.